Hi, this is David. Eating right is often hard these days, but eating better is easy with Factor's ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. With Factor, there's no prep and no mess. Their meals are ready to heat and eat, so there's no prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Plus, Factor is less expensive than takeout, and you can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. What are you waiting for? Discover Factor's wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash living50 and use code living50 to get 50% off. That's code living50 at factormeals.com slash living50 to get 50% off. Thank you. Welcome to the Inspirational Living Podcast. Today's reading was edited and adapted from The Mastery of Destiny by James Allen, published in 1909. When aspiration is united to concentration, the result is meditation. When we intensely desire to reach and realize a higher, purer and more radiant life than the merely worldly and pleasure-loving life, we engage in aspiration. And when we earnestly concentrate our thoughts upon the finding of that life, we practice meditation. Without intense aspiration, there can be no meditation. Lethargy and indifference are fatal to its practice. The more intense our nature, the more readily we will find meditation, and the more successfully we will practice it. A fiery nature will most rapidly scale the heights of truth in meditation, that is, when its aspirations have become sufficiently awakened. Concentration is necessary to worldly success but meditation is necessary to spiritual success. Worldly skill and knowledge are acquired by concentration, while spiritual skill and knowledge are acquired by meditation. By concentration we can scale the heights of genius, but we cannot scale the heavenly heights of truth. To accomplish this, we must meditate. By concentration we may acquire the wonderful comprehension and vast power of a Caesar, but by meditation we may reach the divine wisdom and perfect peace of a Buddha. For while the perfection of concentration is power, the perfection of meditation is wisdom. By concentration people acquire skill in the doing of the things of life, in science, art, trade, etc., but by meditation they acquire skill in life itself, 
in right living, enlightenment, wisdom, etc. Saints, sages, saviors, wise women and men and divine teachers are the finished products of spiritual meditation. The four stages in concentration are brought into play in meditation, the difference between the two powers being one of direction rather than nature. Meditation is therefore spiritual concentration, the bringing of the mind to a focus in its search for divine knowledge, divine life, and intense dwelling in thought on truth. Thus, when a person aspires to know and realize, above all other things, the truth, they then give attention to conduct, to life, to character. Giving attention to these things, they pass into serious contemplation of the facts, problems, and mystery of life. Thus contemplating, they come to love truth so fully and intensely as to become wholly absorbed in it. The mind is drawn away from its wanderings amid a multitude of desires. In solving one by one the problems of life, realizes a profound union with truth, and thus absorbed in truth, there is that balance and poise of character, that divine action in repose, which is the abiding calm and peace of an emancipated and enlightened mind. Meditation is more difficult to practice than concentration, because it involves a much more severe self-discipline than that which concentration requires. Person can practice concentration without purifying their heart and life, whereas the process of purification is inseparable from meditation. The object of meditation is divine enlightenment, the attainment of truth, and is therefore interwoven with practical purity and nobility of character. Thus, while at first the time spent in actual meditation is short, perhaps only a half an hour in the early morning, the knowledge gained in that half hour of vivid aspiration and concentrated thought is embodied in practice during the whole day. In meditation, our entire life is involved, and as we advance in its practice, we become more and more fitted to perform the duties of life in the circumstances we find ourselves we become stronger, calmer, and wiser. The principle of meditation is thus twofold. Number one, purification of the heart by repetitive thought on noble things. And number two, attainment of divine knowledge by embodying such nobility in practical life. Women and men are thought beings and our life and character are determined by the thoughts in which we habitually dwell. By practice, association, and habit, thoughts tend to repeat themselves with greater and greater ease and frequency, and thus fix the character in a given direction, by producing that automatic action called habit. By daily dwelling upon noble thoughts, the woman and man of meditation form the habit of enlightened thinking that leads to noble actions and well-performed duties. By the ceaseless repetition of noble thoughts, 
we at last become one with those thoughts and are a purified being, manifesting our attainment in pure actions in a serene and wise life. The majority of people live in a series of conflicting desires, passions, and speculations. And there is restlessness, uncertainty, and sorrow. But when you begin to train your mind in meditation, you gradually gain control over this inward conflict by bringing your thoughts to a focus upon a central, guiding principle. In this way, the old habits of negativity and erroneous thought and action are broken up, and new habits of positivity and enlightened thought and action are formed. You become more and more reconciled to eternal truth, and there is increasing harmony and insight, a growing perfection and peace. A powerful and lofty aspiration towards truth is always accompanied by a keen sense of the sorrow brevity, and mystery of life, and until this condition of mind is reached, meditation is impossible. Merely musing or whiling away the time in idle dreaming, habits to which the word meditation is frequently applied, are very far removed from meditation, in the lofty spiritual sense which we should attach to the practice. It is easy to mistake reverie for meditation. This is a fatal error which must be avoided by the person who is striving to meditate. The two must not be confounded. Reverie is a loose dreaming into which we fall. Meditation is a strong, purposeful thinking into which we rise. Reverie is easy and pleasurable. Meditation is at first difficult and irksome. Meditation arises from strenuousness and discipline. Reverie is at first alluring, then sensuous, then sensual. Meditation is first forbidding, then profitable, then peaceful. Reverie is dangerous, for it undermines self-control. Meditation is protective, for it establishes self-control. Note that there are certain signs by which you can know whether you are engaging in reverie or meditation. The indications of reverie are 1. A desire to avoid exertion 2. A desire to experience the pleasures of dreaming 3. An increased distaste for one's worldly duties 4. A desire to shirk one's worldly responsibilities 5. Fear of consequences 6. A wish to get money with as little effort as possible and 7. A lack of self-control On the other hand, the indications of meditation are 1. Increase of both physical and mental energy 2. A strenuous striving after wisdom 3. A decrease of irksomeness in the performance of duty. 4. A fixed determination to faithfully fulfill all daily responsibilities. 5. Freedom from fear. 6. Indifference to riches. And 7. Possession of self-control. 
In addition, there are certain times, places, and conditions in and under which it is impossible to meditate, others wherein it is difficult to meditate, and others wherein meditation is rendered more accessible. These which should be known and carefully observed are as follows. First, the time, places, and conditions in which meditation is impossible are 1. At or immediately after meals 2. In place of pleasure 3. In crowded places 4. While walking rapidly 5. While lying in bed in the morning 6. While smoking or drinking alcohol and 7 while lying on a couch for relaxation. Next, the time, places, and conditions in which meditation is difficult are 1. At night 2. In a luxuriously furnished room 3. While sitting on a soft, yielding seat 4. When in company 5. When the body is weary and 6 if the body is given too much food. Lastly, the times, places, and conditions in which it is best to meditate are 1. Very early in the morning 2. Immediately before meals 3. In solitude 4. In the open air or in a plainly furnished room 5. While sitting on a hard seat and six, when the body is strong and vigorous. You can see by the previous instructions that the ease, luxury, and indulgence which induce reverie render meditation difficult, and when strongly pronounced, make it impossible, while strenuous, discipline, and self-denial, which dispel reverie, make meditation comparatively easy. The body, too, should be neither overfed nor starved, neither dressed in rags nor flauntingly clothed. It should not be tired, but should be at its highest point of energy and strength, because the holding of the mind to a concentrated train of subtle and lofty thought requires a high degree of both physical and mental energy. Aspiration can often best be aroused, and the mind renewed in meditation by the mental repetition of a lofty precept, a beautiful sentence, or a verse of poetry. Indeed, the mind that is ready for meditation will instinctively adopt this practice. However, mere mechanical repetition is worthless, and even a hindrance. The words repeated must be so applicable to one's own condition that they are dwelt upon lovingly and with concentrated devotion. In this way, aspiration and concentration harmoniously combine to produce, without undue strain, the state of pure meditation. All these conditions are of the utmost importance in the early stages of meditation, and should be carefully noted and duly observed by all who are striving to acquire the practice. Those who faithfully follow these instructions, and who strive and persevere, will not fail to gather in, in due season, the harvest of wisdom, joy, and peace, 
and we'll surely eat of the divine fruits of meditation. The Inspirational Living Podcast is a production of The Living Hour. Transform your life in 30 days with our Majesty Meditation Program. Our unique auto-suggestion sound method meditation will help you achieve success in every area of your personal and professional life. Learn more at livinghour.org slash majesty. To get 30% off the $11.99 purchase price, Use the coupon code INSPIRATION. Thanks for listening. I look forward to talking with you next time. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.